What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 180th episode of the Pokemon Podcast 180. My name is SBJ, and with me today I have Will. And my name is Will. I Wow. I haven't had caffeine in a week. Wow. <sighs> we haven't recorded in like two weeks. I had caffeine since then. Just not <sighs> the past week. We, we were at Gen Con. We had a good time. Yeah, we were at Gen Con. We can probably talk about that just for a second. Um, we are recording this on August 9th at 7 p.m. my time, which is a little unusual. There has been a couple reasons why we haven't recorded. One of them being that uh, Will and I were at Gen Con for a good week. So obviously that was planned. That was a planned absence. And I know a lot of you are probably like, are we going to get four episodes this month? I'm fairly confident you guys will get four episodes this month. I'm just trying to work, rework the schedule since the last two weeks have been a little bit hectic. And that's why we're recording today. And that's why there's only just Will and I. Just to make sure that you guys get get your your weekly dose of podcast minus required episode (laughs) uh yeah so a lot of things happened when we were at gen con i got back from gen con um uh, my dad ended up in the hospital so that took away uh some unplanned time and then um my friend got married this past weekend also Uh, unplanned (laughs) (laughs) pretty sure that one was planned uh which was very very awesome and this like this was the first weekend I actually got some sleep, which is good. I'm still kind of tired though. Yeah, me too. But that's mostly that caffeine withdrawal. <laughs> <sighs> Tough life, man. Tough life. You gotta drink the uh, the water caffeine. with caffeine. Caffeine water? Not gonna do it. Right. Not no caffeine. You could take caffeine pills. No caffeine. Zero caffeine. Because then what's gonna happen is the next time I have to drive home from Indianapolis, you know, that 10 hour drive, I won't have to stop in the, uh, rest areas of Ohio, like a hobo and take an hour nap, you know, sleeping on the backseat of my car, which is incredibly comfortable. None of you have ever told me how comfortable the backseat of my car is. You can sleep there for days. I'm I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. I don't think there was a lot of Pokemon. So we got a, a weird show for you guys today just because Everything has been so last minute, and my apologies for that, but we have one, two, three, four, seven news articles, and then we have a bunch of emails that we asked three weeks ago about uh, Iwata and some memories and stuff that we want to go through, and then we have Pokemon of the Week, and if we can fit some other stuff in, we'll fit some other stuff in. So uh, we have some some Pokemon stuff to talk about, don't worry. We, of course, have some Pokemon Shuffle to talk about as well. We don't have a firm date for the second part of the Twitch Pokemon stream that Micah and I were, were doing. Uh, it's going to be sometime in August, um, probably on a Saturday. Not next week, but possibly the week or the week after that. One of those one of those Saturdays in August. We're just trying to nail down that date. I'm going to be gone a certain week, and I have to go up to Minnesota for some stuff. So um, that's I'm just trying to finalize all that stuff, and then hopefully by the time you hear 181, our next episode, we'll have a firm date, so you can watch that Twitch stream, which will be probably about 14, 15 hours long, to, because we have half the Pokedex to draw still. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll be exciting, though. Um, so before we talk about some Pokemon stuff, uh, how was your week, Will? That was my, my whole week, or just my weekend? Your whole week, weekend, I well, love you, one of the Gen Con in there. Yeah, I mean, that was great. I had a great time with all of you guys, and uh, I think I would do it a little differently next time, but uh, still, it was a lot of fun to be able to hang out with you and everybody else and uh, meet up with Logan, finally meet him as a human being in person and play some uh, Two Rooms and a Boom. Yes, uh, Logan is a real person. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, I started the week with a pepperoni pizza, so you can't go wrong from there. But I, I stopped drinking caffeine because I was listening to that episode where you it was just you and Travis. And Travis was like, I've never had caffeine in my life. And I only had like a sip of Coke and I was up for two days. And I was like, here I am driving back from Indianapolis and I am so exhausted I can barely keep my eyes open. I wish a sip of Coke would do that for me. That's true. Yeah. But uh, otherwise got my um, – my, uh, Titan in Destiny up to level 26 from level 14 over the weekend. And uh, I have started building my team for the upcoming Pikachu Cup. 
Oh yes, yeah, and uh, we have online competition. We have some of that to uh, talk about in the news as well. What would uh, what would you do different for Gen Con? Uh, I think I would. So I was interested in some of the stuff that's not board games. So I would probably plan to attend some more of those events. And they actually have some events for gay people like myself that I would probably want to attend to meet other gay people who enjoy board games. Ah, yes. Logan. Logan said that was on Wednesday night, I thought. Uh, there were a lot of different events. Okay. Yeah, so he, you... he went to a lot of them, and I didn't because I was just hanging out with you guys. <laughs> um. Yeah, there was a – this this year, I, I, re- I didn't really look at the calendar at all of events besides the night events that we planned, which was mostly two rooms and a boom, but – it was only two rooms and a boom. That's, Which that's I, can't, true. I can't complain. It's good. It's a good game. But but you can see how if you don't plan anything during the day, you still have more than enough to do. Oh, absolutely, definitely. Um, I might have tried to do some some more of the, more of the competitions and stuff. Yes. So this was the first year uh, that Gen Con had some Pokemon stuff. Yeah. Well, they should try it again next year and and plan a little harder. So they had it was really like the the local. Um, TO tournament organizer that was kind of running Pokemon stuff in Gen Con. Um, but they just, they were kind of just relying on people coming up and signing up for eight player King of the Hill tournaments. But, uh, since it hadn't been announced, people hadn't brought, you know, competitive teams or, you know, they didn't bring their decks. So there wasn't a lot of action going on there. Mm hmm. I did wipe one guy with my uh, team that I built for the slacking cup. <laughs> but I think you all watched that happen. Yeah, I was uh, the, the Pokemon stuff was cool. The, it, it's funny that it took them the, this long to come to Gen Con since Magic is so big. And actually, Yu-Gi-Oh is really big. And um, I didn't see any Yu-Gi-Oh. They have, uh, they have their own separate room, not in the main hall. It's in that same hallway that the two rooms in a boom is. It's just a little bit earlier in the hallway. Really? Mm-hmm. All right, I missed that. I saw. Obviously, I saw the magic room. Yes, um, you could smell it, the magic room. You stopped, and uh, the Pathfinder room, which I had never heard of Pathfinder before, and you had to explain what that was to me. Yeah, but I don't know too much Cthulhu. I mean, if if I could make a recommendation to the folks who organize Gen Con, I would say put out the word that maybe there's just a little too much Cthulhu, and and people should cut back on that. And maybe have some other ideas that are fun and interesting. <laughs> Too much zombies, too. I'm not. Uh, there weren't so many zombies this year. I, I know that there have been more, like a lot of zombie stuff previously, but I think it, it's dying down. But that Cthulhu just rages on. The coolest thing, I'm, I'm trying to tie Gen Con back into Pokemon a little bit. Um, there was a leather. Pikachu uh, TCG case that they had at the Ultra Pro booth. Um, oh yeah, which wasn't released yet. The, the 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 reps there told me that it comes out. I think in October or November. It was really slick. That was really sharp. I think yeah, it, the Ultra uh, Pro booth had really nice deck boxes and deck decks deck box carriers. Yes, they did have uh, new Pikachu binders uh, they had for sale that matched the deck box. It just the deck box wasn't out yet. I think they had some sleeves too, but uh, yeah, there was there's definitely Pokemon stuff there. There were there were a couple of Pokemon cosplayers as well and stuff like that. So oh, absolutely, absolutely. And a lot of, some of, the a lot of Ash Ketchum smoking cigarettes outside. Yeah, and a lot of the people who do like the fan made stuff in their booths, like there was the one lady who had like crocheted pokeball hacky sacks which oh, I, I was didn't like see that booth yeah and i was looking at them and i was like i would like the patterns and she's like well i won't sell the patterns and i was like i didn't say i want to buy a pattern i just wanted the pattern <laughs> yeah and she had like katamari balls and stuff like that but she had a lot of pokemon um that she had uh crocheted hmm. that's cool yep yeah, Gen Con was great. It was good to see you and Kay and Logan and like the people I normally not don't see on a daily basis. And so, some of the people you do see on a daily basis. That's true, yeah. That's very true. Um, anything else before we move on? I can't think of anything. Mm. How was your weekend? Uh it was good. I went to my I went to my friend Miguel's wedding. 
uh, who he got married down in Chicago. And so that was, uh, I, I, so I was one of the people standing in it. And it was good. It was not flaw-free. There was like a lot of things that went wrong, but wasn't his fault. Like the limo to pick up the girls were, was like an hour late. And then the DJ got stuck in traffic and was like, oh my gosh. Uh, but I, I tried to handle as much stuff as I could for him so he wouldn't have to worry about it and he could enjoy his night being stress-free. Yeah, it just sounds like typical Chicago to me. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, he's he's from Chicago, so he lives here in Milwaukee with me. But he, since he was born and raised in Chicago and most of his family is in Chicago, he wanted to get married there. So it's all good. Yeah, I'm kind of sad. <laughs> Uh, let's, um, yeah, I could, I could probably go on and on, but let's jump into some Pokemon news. The first bit of news here is the Pokemon TCG Blue Shock and Red Flash commercials were released. Uh, the official YouTube channel for Pokemon Japan released two new commercials for the upcoming TCG expansion, Blue Shock and Red Flash. These, uh, two dual sets are set for September 26th release in Japan. They make up the first expansion of the X and Y Break Era, uh, which is the eighth expansion, um, Japanese expansion for X and Y. Uh, Blue Shock will feature Mega Me 2 X, and Red Shock will feature Mega Me 2 Y. Uh, this expansion is going to be bringing a new mechanic uh, known as Pokemon Break, similar to Pokemon Level X that uh, that was that mechanic originally debuted in Pokemon uh, Diamond and Pearl. And it was retired after the advent of Ar- Arceus expansion. To break it down for you, Pokemon Break is a special type of evolution that gives Pokemon new moves while letting them keep their old moves. Unlike Pokemon Level X, Pokemon Break cards are placed horizontally over the Pokemon. Uh, they evolve from covering covering only the illustration while keeping the old Pokemon's attacks and abilities, if they have any, as well as uh, weakness, resistance, and retreat costs. Uh, when can you use the break? Uh, I believe you. It, it still counts as an evolution. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's how it was in Diamond and Pearl, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, for example, there they have a Zorark card from Blue Shock with the ability take charge once during your turn before you attack. If this Pokemon is on your bench, you may switch with your active Pokemon. Uh, so that's cool. And then for two colorless Mind Jack. Does 10 damage plus this attack does 30 more damage for each of your opponent's bench Pokemon. Um, and then the Zorark Break, which you can play over, will give Zorark uh, 40 more hit points. So it goes from 100 to 140. And then it gives it the move Foul Play for one Darkness Energy. Choose one of your opponent's active Pokemon, Pokemon's attacks, and use it as this attack. Which actually is really amazing. Yeah, but it's still a Dark-type attack. Yeah, but if their if their attack is like a four energy attack, you for one energy can use that attack against them. That is true. And you still get to keep your mind jack attack and you also get to keep your ability. Yeah, and you actually it also increases your HP by forty. Yes. The break does. I don't think all the breaks do. Maybe they do. I don't know. Uh, they have a Raichu break and a Noivern break, but they don't have, uh, they don't have cards for the original Raichu or Noivern up here. I'm sure there are already active cards, but, uh, I'm not going to go digging for those. Yeah. It's very think, similar to, I think to, listeners uh, get the gist of it. Yeah, it's very similar to Vanguard. They have the, uh, cause you know, in Vanguard, you ride your Vanguard and then they have a break ride, which goes around that Vanguard. Gotta ride the Vanguard. If you're not riding the Vanguard, you're not playing the game right. <laughs> but they have break rides, which go, uh, you know, it just sort of advances the ability of your highest level Vanguard. Uh, you talking about Vanguard just makes me want to play Netrunner. You know, they had a Netrunner tournament at Gen Con. Yep. We yep. could have been in if we actually played Netrunner. We should have played. Oh. Next year. We should. We need to plan for that. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. That's on the schedule. <laughs> Uh, what else we got here? Um, we should also probably get there a day early. We should get there on Tuesday night, so then we have all Wednesday to do stuff. And also uh, leave a day later so that we can enjoy the last day of the con without having to drive away. That's true. Tired. All right, we'll plan that. 
Uh, next bit of news here. Pokemon The Johto Journeys, the complete collection, is being released in North America on November 10th. This box set includes 15 hours of content. Um, that's about it. <laughs> this is pretty much the whole news article. Um, I mean, if you enjoy Johto. And yeah, Johto was cool. Journey. It had a good theme song. All I remember is Pokemon Johto. <laughs> 15 hours long, four discs. Uh, November 10th. I already said that, but... Uh, um, additionally, this these older releases did not include the last two episodes of the season, and it looks like this will have it, which is the Psychic Sidekicks and the Fortune Hunters. Of a, there was a Indigo League re-release last year in 2014, um, and then the Pokemon Adventures of the Orange Islands, the complete collection, was released earlier this year. So it looks like it looks like Pokemon's just re reissuing their media, which. It's actually interesting because I believe those three series were under four kids and then it got switched obviously to the Pokemon company. So they, it looks like they probably rebought those rights to re-release it and stuff. Nice. Yeah, so that's cool. That's what I'm assuming. So hopefully with that they uh they come to iTunes too. That would be the hope. I wonder if they include the forbidden episodes. Like the one where Ash has a gun. A gun pointed at him, I believe, yes. not has a gun himself. <laughs> uh, Pokemon Shuffle, some new stuff. Or I'm, I'm, I'm getting kind of burnt out from Pokemon Shuffle. Nope. I'm not going to lie. Wrong. <laughs> Pokemon Shuffle is awesome. You're just it, playing it wrong. It's good. It's just the grind to leveling a Pokemon is so frustrating. Oh, stop trying. <laughs> no, that's why I only do Victini. Just All right. the Shuffle Flow. In Pokemon Shuffle, there, we got a couple of Pokemon Shuffle articles here. So in Pokemon Shuffle, until August 17th, players can earn six free jewels by buying at least six jewels. This actually might be the the, the turning point where I buy spend money in po- Pokemon Shuffle. No. Players who buy a set of six or more jewels will be eligible. Um, buying one jewel six times will not make the player eligible. You must purchase at least six jewels at once. Uh, a player can only receive one set of six jewels for this entire promotion, even if they buy many jewels. When players receive their jewels, depending on when they buy their set, in the detailed below. So if you buy your jewels between... So the first promotion period is already over. So if you buy between August 3rd and August 10th, which is by the time you're hearing this will be the last day, uh, you will get your gift between August 12th you will get your between this doesn't make any sense on August 12th and on September 12th. Oh, I uh, see you get two jewels. No, it's it's cuz it's between 6 o'clock Universal TC UTC on August 12th and 6 o'clock UTC on September 12th. So that time. Right? You know how Pokémon Shuffle is so weird about time zones and yeah. everything and when the new day starts. So that's why they're trying to be specific about what exact time your gift will appear when you check in. I see. It's pretty much buy six, get one free. So if, yes. you, if you're interested in spending money, there you go. Pokemon Shuffle. Uh, what else we offer Pokemon Shuffle here? Uh, there is the Pokemon Safari. This is the third Safari that has been introduced in Pokemon Shuffle. For those of you that don't play Pokemon Shuffle or or don't play a lot, or just unsure of how that works, the Pokemon Safari is a special stage that appears for a set period of time. In this case, uh, this Safari started on August 3rd. It will end on August 17th. It has two, four, six, seven different Pokemon in it. So normally when you go into a Pokemon battle in Pokemon Shuffle, you can hit Optimize, and it gives you, like if you're reversing... Like a Squirtle, it'll tell you to take in Pikachu and Ampharos and Manetric and stuff. Because those are electric and you do more damage. In Safari, you don't know what you're battling, so you have to just make up a team and hope that team does well. In this case, uh, this this Pokemon Shuffle has Staryu, Starmie, Frufru, Gibble, Gibite, and Garchomp. And then uh, there is a 1% chance that you will run into Fionn. Fionny? Is that what they're... I don't know how you say it. I think it's Fionn. I feel like I've heard Fionn before. Yeah, but then you talk to a lot of ignorant people, so... That's true. <laughs> it's let, me, let me see. Phone, plus there's an I in the middle. I know. I named one of my iPhones <laughs> I-Fionny. Uh, um, 
You got Staryu as a 16% chance encounter, Starmie 15, Fion 1, Furfru 26, Gibble 26, Gabite 10%, and Garchomp has a 6%. Uh, the main reason this is so important is because right now there is a special stage going on to get a Garchomp Knight, Garchompite, which is uh, the, the special stage going on um, where you battle Mega Garchomp. This is a timed event so it will last uh one minute 20 seconds and the top five th- top eighteen thousand people will get the garchomp knight and if you're in the top five thousand you get garchomp Ite plus omega speed up for the u.s if you're in japan it is the top fifty thousand people which is like very extremely generous for japan there are, i feel like there are more people in america than like- there are in japan and japan gets twice as many People, people, you mean? Yeah, people, people. Like human beings occupying the territory. Correct. Uh, I think the difference is that Japanese people are more willing to spend money in this type <laughs> of game. No, I mean, literally, I I've, I've, uh, was listening to a, like an economics program, and Japanese people are really more inclined to do microtransactions rather than pay for a game outright. So They want to make why, sure they got enough to go around? They're they're really trying to entice people to actually make those microtransactions with a reward. I mean, and they know Americans. It's like trying to get blood from a stone. <laughs> uh, Mega Mega Garchomp will disappear on August seventeenth, as well as the Safari. So, if you're trying to do both, you got to catch Garchomp in the uh, Safari, and then hopefully place in top uh, eighteen thousand for the Garchompite um, to uh, get your Mega. Uh-huh. Well, we know I won't be getting a uh, Garchomp or a Garchompite. Why? Garchomp's not that hard to catch in the Safari. I haven't even encountered it. Uh, if I if there's a Pokemon I already caught, I just quit the stage and come back out. I don't got time to do that whole stage over again for yeah, five experience points. Then you're wasting hearts. That's okay. They come back. <sighs> you just burn through all five really quick, and then in 30 minutes, you'll have all five back. I don't have time to waste <laughs> hearts, no. I think that's it for Shuffle here. New Safari. Rayquaza is back also. And then Pig. Pig Knight is back. Or Pig Knight has debuted. It's the first time you can battle and capture Pig Knight. A couple weeks ago is um, Tapeg. And that's about it. Yeah. And I don't I think we're going to get anything this week since uh, it looks like all these events are running for one more week. Yeah. Oh, actually, there are some new passcodes you can use. Um, Get you some stuff here. So on, these all expire at the end of August. If you, we'll probably tweet these out at some point. But if you, in Pokemon Shuffle, if you enter 07072405, you will get one free mega start. If you enter 07073180, you will get an attack power item. And then if you enter 07087.04, you will get one free disruption display. And then if you enter the last one, if you enter... Oh, actually, there's two more here. 20150917, you will get one free jewel. And if you enter 06150503, you will get uh, moves plus five. Where do you enter these? Uh, if you go to the little, it looks like a little door in the lower right-hand corner. Where I check my player stats? Yep. It'll say passcode options. I may just do that. What Do you know when the Garchomp bite competition ends? Is that today? August 17th. One more week. Really? That's really long. Yeah. I think it's because of the Safari. They want to make sure people get both the Safari and the uh, Garchomp bite at the same time. Well, I, I'm not going <laughs> to say it again. not going to say it again. No negative thinking. Uh, last bit of news here is the Pikachu Cup Wi-Fi tournament has been announced. Uh, let's see here. Only electric-type Pokemon may be used for this tournament. Players may register on August 13th. And uh, until August 20th, the competition will run from August 21st to August 23rd. There will be 50,000 spots come for first-come, first-served basis. Rankings announced early September. Um, Thunderous, Zekrom, Raikou, Arceus, Electric, and Zapdos cannot be used in this tournament. The entry prize, the entry prize, will depend on 
where Pikachu ranks in the top 12 spots, uh, top 12 tournament Pokemon usage at the end of the competition. If Pikachu makes the top three, participants will receive a special Pikachu. If Pikachu comes in fourth to 12th, everyone will receive a light ball. If Pikachu does not make the top 12, then everyone will receive 1,000 Pokemiles. Uh, This Pikachu will know the move Endeavor, uh, which it cannot normally learn. So it benefits everyone to have Pikachu on their team. Well, my team that I'm building has Pikachu on it, and I really hope people put Pikachu on their team. I want that special Pikachu. Yeah, you don't even have to win. You just have to participate and have Pikachu. And if everyone does it, then the... Everyone will receive the uh, the special Pikachu. I think Pikachu has to be entered into battles. Okay. You can't, that... you can't just have it on your team. I see. Um, and also, so that people know, you can't use cosplay Pikachu. It does not count towards the Pikachu count. So, read yourself a Pikachu before putting it on there. Or just go in with Pikachu and do one battle and uh, you have done your due diligence to make sure that Pikachu makes the top three. Well, I suppose. I mean, it is true. I don't I'm think gonna... the, the 50,000 I've ever, have ever filled up. No, no, because uh, there's a lot of rage quitters out there who disincentivize those of us who enjoy playing. I feel but like I'm, I'm... going to participate in this just with the worst team in the world, but just to have one battle and just to make sure that if Pikachu does make the top three, I get that Pikachu. Yeah, there you go. Do it. And uh I'll bring in like a level fourteen Mareep. Just make sure they're all electric types. Yep. Oh, I can do that. I'll just bring in four Pokemon. Is it doubles or singles, does it say? Doubles. Is it doubles? Mm-hmm. Alright. Then I just need four Pokemon. One of them has to be Pikachu. Uh I would say Pikachu, Raichu, Emolga, and uh, Marie. <laughs> or Marip, if you want. Because I definitely, any... definitely know I have one of those. Do you have a shiny Marip? No, I don't have any shinies. Why don't you have any shinies? I just, oh. <laughs> I have never encountered a shiny. I like have encountered millions of shinies, but whatever. <sighs> I'm not a hardcore player like everyone else, I guess. That's true. I put a lot of hours into Hargold Soul Silver. That was a long time ago. I, I put a lot well, of hours into Black and White too. Uh, not not and Black X and White too, but Black and White also. X and Y as well. X and Y, I probably put like seventy hours in. Yeah, you're gonna really enjoy Pokemon Zemerald. 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 Uh, I guess. What does that? What the kids are calling it? Yes. Um, let's take a break. I think that's good, right? I think that's all the news. I think so as well. So we'll take a break and when we come back, we have some emails. We have some Pokemon of the week. emails we have some emails to go through uh do you will have a good question that people can email in for next week let me think about one okay uh let's see here first bit so we asked um we asked like two weeks ago if you guys had any memories or thoughts about iwata regarding pokemon or Anything like that, and we got a couple in, so we will read those. Uh, we have a, sub- a couple other questions that don't regard that, so I'm going to start off with those just to get those out of the way. Uh, Mega Attorney from Zach D. Hey, guys, heard you said that you wanted some emails, so I thought I'd throw something at you. What would you guys think about a tournament, tournament where you can only use Pokemon with Mega Evolutions, and they could only have 
only have mega stones equipped as equipped items. You would have to guess at what your opponent's mega every battle. I think it would be a fun tournament like some of the others have gone recently. What do you guys think? I'm a little confused. Is every Pokemon that you have, it mega evolves? Or only you only can bring Pokemon that can mega evolve and then you mega evolve one of them and then the rest of them aren't able to? I think I think it's the latter. Oh, all right, all right. I mean, there's some logic to that because there's some Pokemon whose ability changes when they Mega Evolve. So, you know, there's a strategy to not Mega Evolving certain Pokemon and allowing its primary ability to um, actually be the one that is invoked. Um, You know, it's conceivable, but because they're so focused on only allowing one Pokemon to Mega Evolve at this point in time, I think it'd be a while before they came up with they allowed that kind of a competition. I mean, you know, you could do it do it yourself. No, I, th- but, I think I think it's cool. I mean, you're eliminating held items, right? No one's going to have leftovers. No one's going to have. Um, what I can't have my choice items. <laughs> no one can have choice. No one can have quick claws. So you're eliminating that, but in and you're you're narrowing down the Pokemon pool. The only Pokemon that can mega evolve, but it would definitely be unique. And there would be some variety of like, oh, I'm going to have Mega Charizard this battle, but, you know, in the future I'm going to have like Mega Venusaur. No one's going to have Mega Venusaur. Yeah. Somebody will have Mega Venusaur. (laughs) Uh, Thoughts on Iwata from Kent J. Steven, PK Mancast Crew. When I started playing Pokemon many, many, many years ago, I fell in love with the game almost immediately. Running around Kanto with my Squirtle gave me endless hours of enjoyment. When Gold and Silver were released, I was pleased that there was a new game, but I yearned for a nod back to the first game. When I defeated the last gym and discovered the lead four was actually in Kanto, I was incredibly excited. But then when I realized I was able to explore those areas again, I was ecstatic. Gold and Silver solidified my love for the Pokemon series. And is one of the main reasons I continue playing today. I owe all my memories of Pokemon to Mr. Iwata, and I am grateful for his influence than I will ever be able to express in words. He will be deeply missed by the gaming world. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity to sound off. Keep up the great work, and I look forward to watching the Twitch stream this weekend. Obviously, that was prior to when we streamed. <laughs> uh, uh, thanks, Kent. Uh, I agree. I don't think gold and silver would have been the same without uh, Iwata. Uh, This one is from Aaron B. Hey, Steve and friends. My name is Aaron. I am a personal trainer in Oklahoma City to give you an idea of the audience you reach to. This is a little depressing, but important to me regardless. My best moments of Pokemon were definitely growing up when I was younger. My little sister and I would play Pokemon Stadium 2 for hours. It helped strengthen our relationship because we didn't we didn't have the best parents, to put it simply. Thank you for reading my submission. Hopefully it wasn't too short, Aaron. I uh, also played Pokemon Stadium 2 for several hours with my brothers and sisters. I played Pokemon Stadium 2 alone. <laughs> but I do spend several hours with a personal trainer, so, I mean, I guess I got that. You can relate there. <laughs> yeah, it was, if it wasn't, it was probably one of the few, like, four-player games that we all enjoyed because of the mini games and stuff. Oh, that's right. Your family is so huge. I mean, my immediate family is huge, not my outside well, of that. For me, your extended family. For me, uh, it's the opposite. I have a huge extended family and then a very micro immediate family. And there were no video games when we were kids aside <laughs> from the Atari 2600, and uh, only I was interested in that, so... We weren't playing that together. Yeah, it was also Pokemon Stadium and Mario Party were like, ah, and Pokemon Snap were probably the only games my mom would play too, so that was kind of cool growing up. It's all about those mini games. All right, next one. My number one Nintendo memory by Chase. Oh, is it Chase or is it Chance? Those two twins, I can't tell them apart. I think I got it right. There's no N in this, so I think I got it right here. Hey, SBJ and crew, this isn't exactly Pokemon related, but when you asked 
what our favorite Nintendo memory was since I, I wanted to help with Zelda. This I thought this fit. I'll try to summarize my story so you can read Can you read it? Here it goes. My twin brother and I played The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time for Nintendo 64 when we were really young. We always got up to about the third dungeon before we had to turn it off because we didn't know how to save. You press the start button to access the menu and then you press B to leave. What it asks you if you want to save when you press B, we always press the start to exit the menu and instead of pressing B, meaning no option to save, popped up. Nonetheless, we always played as far as we got when we could. One day, we moved houses and lost the console and the game, and a few years later, our dad rebought them and we played through it. It still took us two years on and off to play. I blamed the Water Temple, but we finally beat it. However, here's what's so cool. Spoiler alert. When Link pulls the Master Sword, his body stays in the Sacred Realm for seven years. That means it took... uh, him about seven years to beat Ganondorf. Funny thing is, it also took my brother and I seven years to beat the game, and therefore, and therefore Ganondorf as well. This fact makes me feel connected to the game, and I still remember pressing the buttons to kill Ganondorf at the same time as my brother did. It is now one of my favorite games, and I play the 3DS version often. Thanks for reading. Keep up the good work. And, That's pretty uh, cool. That is cool. It would probably would have taken me seven years to defeat Ocarina of Time if there wasn't a website called GameFAQs.com. <laughs> <laughs> Man, when I was a kid, there was no GameFAQs. There was only the uh, $20 game guide you had to buy. Yeah, I was like, I didn't buy a Nintendo 64 until like 2002. So there were FAQs for every single Nintendo 64 game out there. I think the first time i ever looked up an faq or like cheat codes was like for a tony hawk game i think why would you need cheat codes for a tony hawk game i don't know because i think you could turn on like unlimited balance and stuff Hmm. <laughs> uh this one is from chris i hey sbj and travis and will and whoever might whoever else might be coming on this week miss all of you I uh, wanted to say something about Iwata. He's the only CEO and president in the industry I had heard go um, public about talking about a pay cut to save the company when the Wii U was failing. I feel like that move really shows how much passion that man truly had for his company. If I remember correctly, it was his idea in the first place. His contributions to Pokemon and the rest of Nintendo had a major impact on my childhood and everyone else's. I feel like I lost a member of my family. May he rest in peace. Show sounds great as it always has. I'm glad to be back after so long. Hope to hear and see some of you guys soon. Uh, Chris from Indy. Oh, now I feel bad. Why? Because we didn't see Chris when we were in Indy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we but were so busy Jen conning it up. Oh. Uh, there's always next year. Yeah. Another email here, Brandon K. My favorite Iwata moment was, is the direct that announced X and Y. I watched it multiple times. Another was his fight with Reggie at E3. Uh, the last year when they showed off the Amiibos for the first time. That is true. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I saw a Jigglypuff Amiibo at Target today. And I was like, I want that because I like Pokemon and I want to at least have the Pokemon Amiibos. Did uh, you buy it? Nah, the box was all beat up. Well, you take me? it out of the box. That's It comes in the box and then you take it out and you throw the box away. No, you keep the box. Mm-mm-mm. You always got to keep the box. Where do you keep all your boxes? In a, in a box. I put all my boxes in a box. Do you have a box of boxes? I do have a box of boxes. That's disturbing. Because they're just getting beat up in that box of boxes when you squish more boxes in your box of boxes. No, and you do it like Tetris. Just organize all the boxes inside the box. everything in your life about Tetris? Like, okay, listeners, when he was leaving Indianapolis and he was packing his car, he's like, I packed my car like Tetris so I can't fit those sandals in there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, <laughs> man, like Tetris makes the world go round. 
in your world. Yeah, but they had one Jigglypuff amiibo, and the box was pretty beat up, so I decided not to buy it. And that I was I was sad in one aspect because I wanted I want the Pokemon amiibos, but I was happy in another aspect that I'm not addicted to amiibos that I bought it regardless of how bad the box was in. And I was like, I'll just wait because they'll eventually be in stock everywhere and then they'll eventually be in the clearance bin everywhere and I will get all the Pokemons. I was kind of surprised that you like just didn't go to the next target that's 10 feet down the street since there's like a target every 10 feet. Because I don't have an addiction problem. That's why. Okay. (laughs) (sighs) Ah, Yep. I think we have time for both item of the week and Pokemon of the week. Okay. Do we have an item? Uh, no, I'm going to pull one up here. Is it a Manaphy? PokemonCenter.com is a little bit different. <gasps> what? They can't change? Yeah, they have a... They have like a... That's hard to explain. I'm going. You as can just tell when he... Finglets can type. Eh, it's not that different. It's back to school with Pokemon. Yeah, but they have like the three like mini banners ab- below the, the main banner. Looks oh. like... Looks like they have a Lugia plush in stock now. That's kind of a frightening. Oh, oh, shiny Mega Rayquaza. Yeah, they have that in stock now. That is the most disturbing toy I have ever seen in my life. It looks like it wants to eat your soul. Looks like they have a Jirachi Poke doll in stock. That looks really cool. They had a lot of Pokemon plushes at Gen Con. Ooh, they're offering free shipping on orders over fifty dollars. Breaking Uh-oh. news. I don't have an addiction. When you order items worth more than $50, your shipping is free. That's pretty awesome. Oh, you wanted a question for next week's uh, for people to write in about? Yes. So if you, um, in, in Pokemon X and Y, if you perform a series of rather inane tasks, basically finding a particular hitchhiker in the different hotels, he's in a different hotel every day, if you see him a several times, eventually he gives you something called a strange souvenir, and he tells you that uh, you'll be you you should uh, you'll be excited to meet the champion from his region, and his region is not any of the regions that we know about. So I would like people to give me their speculation on what they think the strange souvenir is, and if you need to look it up, you can find it on the internet. <laughs> strange coin. It's not a strange coin. I got 11 strange coins today. Uh, no, it's not a strange coin. Um, and uh, those who are in uh, in our, our Slack group, uh, I did post photos of the hitchhiker and the strange souvenir in uh, one of the chat areas there. Cool, cool. Awesome. So, yeah, uh, if you don't know how to write in, you can write in at sbj at pkmancast.com or if you just go to pokemonpodcast.com. Hit the little contact button. That will take you right there as well. Item of the week here. Our item of the week is the Manaphy Pokey Doll Standard Size 5 Inches Plush. $12.99 on PokemonCenter.com. It's super cute. I mean, it's not as cute as the Jirachi Pokey Doll, but I'll let it slide. Uh... You're wrong. You're so wrong. Jirachi is pretty sweet. Manaphy, uh, one of the legendary Pokemon and great ambassador of the lands beyond the waves. This plush version combines its red chest mark with and long blue ears in a compact Pokemon of the sea. Ages four years and up, made in China. Uh, 5.2 inches tall, 5.2, 5.25 inches wide. Would you like to read the features, Will? I would, because they were on point this time. Number one, this is a popular Pokemon from a Pokemon movie. Number two, a seagoing legendary Pokemon. Number three, heart swap power not included. <laughs> uh, okay, those are pretty. They're pretty okay. That's just, This is just the best Pokemon. This is almost like a Pokemon stuffed animal that I would buy. I mean, if you buy... <laughs> You buy four of them, you'll get free shipping. Well, how's about I buy this and a Jirachi? And then you need like two more plushes to qualify for free shipping. Play together. (laughs) 
Uh, I'll read the first. There's only two reviews here. I'll read the first one. Will will read the second one. Six out of six people found the following review helpful. Reviewer Xander F. The Shiny from West Chazzy, New York, titled Cute Little Plush. As with all orders I received from Pokemon Center, it shipped fast and was packaged securely with a collectible tag well protected. I usually only get the Pokey Plush. They're typically a bit larger, but I really liked the Manaphy, so I thought that I'd get my first Pokey doll type, and I was quite pleased. It's a quality piece, and it feels as such. It's just as adorable in real life as it is in the images provided. I recommend it to any collection or fans of this of the little legendaries. I'm a fan. It's all you like you to... All right. This is by uh, reviewer Togepi Lover, quotes Togepi Lover, Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> Title is I Love Poke Apostrophe Mon. And it says, I think this Manaphy is so cute. Manaphy is known as the seafaring Poke Apostrophe Mon. Manaphy is also a water type. Manaphy is just so playful. I love Manaphy. <laughs> five out of five Pokeballs. I agree with everything that Togepi Lover had to say in that review. Zero out of four people found that review helpful. Well, because they're not trying. This is a great Poke doll. It's so great. Ordered. Uh, the Mudkip one is pretty cool. What? Mudkip is water ground type. I'm never, <laughs> never, I'm never really sold on uh, Manaphy as a Pokemon. He's, he's fine. He's fine. He's just, I don't know. Doesn't do it for me. Just is so impossible to get, right? That I mean, that is true. I think that I really think the Poke Dolls are is where they're really hitting their selling. You know, the, where they they could really draw me in. I think the Poke Doll um, line of stuffed animals is far better than any of their other lines that they have. Oh, I agree. I agree. I like the Poke Dolls a lot. I'm just looking to see if they have anything new here. Where do you find the Poke Dolls? Are they under standard size? Uh, if you go to standard size and you click Poke uh, Dolls. Nice. Oh, <gasps> man, they have a sweet meow stick one. Uh, did you see the female meow stick? Yeah. Yeah. The dark cry one is actually pretty cool, too. I don't know. It looks like a partially hatched chicken egg. Oh, the Esper is really good. Oh, that, bla- that Blast that Blastoise is real weak, though. <laughs> yeah. Victini's nice. Victini's sweet. Victini's All right, nice. I'm gonna get me one Victini, one Manaphy, one Jirachi, really one Chespin. Nice. Oh, that the Venusaur looks like it's having problems. <laughs> Charmander's bad. The bad, Venusaur bad. looks like somebody stepped on him. Yeah. Lit Leo. That's 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 definitely nice. Oh, Inkay. Oh, so sweet. There you go. I got my $50. The Dedenne is really nice, too. That Chespin's real legit. I like that Chespin a lot. Yeah. Don't don't press order. Don't do it. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> it's so nice. I don't know. That free shipping is really tempting now. You could just buy four. I know. I can definitely, I can definitely fill up a $50 cart real easy. Uh, let's move on to our Pokemon of the Week before I start buying stuff. Nope. Uh, Pokemon of the Week this week is Fion, the Sea Drifter Pokemon. Oh, I'm probably saying its name wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's Fion. If it's yeah, not, it's either Fion or Fiony. If it's not, it doesn't even matter because I can say Fion pretty easily. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, let's see here. While it is not known to evolve into any other Pokemon, it can be obtained by breeding Manaphy or another Fion with a Ditto. As a member of the Sea Guardians with Manaphy, Fion's status as a legendary or mythical Pokemon is often disputed with contradictions occurring even between official sources. Hmm. I think it's it's misleading to say that it doesn't evolve into uh, another Pokemon. It does evolve into Manaphy. It just requires the waters of a different ocean that is not available to you in the game in order to evolve. <laughs> uh, so what you're saying is there's zero way to ever evolve a Fiona into a Manaphy. 
uh, at this point in time in a future release of the game. That may change. Uh, but it is true that you can uh, breed a Manaphy with a Ditto and you will get a Fion. That, yes. That, that is confirmed. Um, if you get a shiny Fion, it is a aqua green instead of like an aqua blue, I would say. A little bit of trivia here. Fion is the only Pokemon that is obtained by a breeding a mythical Pokemon. Breeding either a Manaphy or a Fion can produce a Fion egg, but Fion is a- unable to evolve into Manaphy nor produce eggs that can hatch into Manaphy. Yeah. Uh, consequently, Fion and Manaphy are the only mythical Pokemon that can breed. Fion, Nidoran, female, Nidoran, male, Illumin, Illumis, and Volbeat are the only Pokemon that can be attained by breeding a Pokemon that they cannot evolve into. Fion shares the same exact base stats with Glalie. Okay, that's alright trivia. Fair enough. Uh, Fiona is not found in any regional Pokedex. If it were, if it was to be counted as a mythical Pokemon, Fiona would have the same, would have the lowest base stat total out of all legendary or mythical Pokemon. Hmm. And you can get Fiona right now, Pokemon Shuffle. It has a one percent encounter rate. Oh, I saw it once. I did not catch it because my team was not Grass types. Uh, Pokemon.com's mailbag was asked once if Fionn was legendary. The official answer was initially no, but then was quickly changed to yes. The whole mailbag section has since been taken down with the resurrection of Pokemon.com. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Fionn just like, look, I've changed the way that I say it. Fionn completely forced the Pokemon company to completely change their website. (laughs) Originally, Fionn was... (laughs) was not needed in order to complete the National Pokedex, as with other mythical Pokemon. However, beginning with X and Y, it was needed to qualify for the diploma. So you better find a friend who has one. Well, Fionn's pretty easy to get. Manaphy's the hard one. Yeah. I got them both. Dang. Uh, It's genderless. Its base stat total is 80. Every single stat is at 80 solid. So its base stat total is 480. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what I meant. <laughs> I just saw all these 80s in my face. I've always been a huge fan of Fion. I mean, I literally, when I got my iPhone 5 um, in white, then I, I named it iPhone. And even like you could see on my, because on my um, car, when the Bluetooth pops up, it gives, says the name of the device it's connected, and it said iPhone. Fion. <laughs> and then I had a picture of Fion as the lock screen and a blue case on it. But yeah, I I wouldn't even um, give you a move set for Fion because it's just too weak. Yeah, I'm just looking to see if there's anything else interesting about it. Not really. That's what I... for This Pokemon, what, debuted in Gen 4? Uh, Well, it's from Pokemon Ranger. Right? Did it debut in Ranger? Yeah, so it is Gen 4. Wait, maybe... Hold on. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, uh, yes. No, you got a Manaphy egg from Pokemon Ranger, which is weird that you would get a Manaphy egg when Manaphy's breed into Fionn's, but it's the water temperature <laughs> and the special oceans. Um, yes, Gen 4. Gen 4. It just, it, I, I dislike when we have Pokemon that are so old. I, I consider Gen 4 old, and there's not, there's not enough information about them. Well, so what happened was you had to get the Manaphy uh, from Pokemon Ranger and then transfer it into Diamond and Pearl and then breed it in Diamond and Pearl and then you got a Fion. So much work. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yes, it was. Well, I think if there's ever been any other way to get a Manaphy. Well, wasn't there a special event Manaphy a while back? Was there? Cause, uh, did I miss it? How Maybe did it was I just in it? Japan. Hold on, I'm looking at it. Why, 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 why is it taking me in circles? Internet, internet, tell me your secrets. It's internet. Not, that's not how it goes. It's not telling me there. There was a. There was a, Manaphy event, but I'm not be able to see any details, so it may not have been available, in the United States. Like most things. 
which is sad. We need our mana fees. There's no, if, unless you're going to come out with another Pokemon Ranger game. Oh, they should have a war between like the people who keep their Pokemon and Pokeballs and the Pokemon Ranger people who just befriend the Pokemon with the twirl of the stick. And then <laughs> that could be a game. It could be a battle game. We haven't heard much about the new Mystery Dungeon. Super Mystery Dungeon. Super, yes. Yeah, well. Someday. Well, when it comes out and we're all playing Yokai Watch. <laughs> Patreon, that's a thing. Yeah. As I like navigate to patreon.com. Um, so if you're interested in supporting It's Super Effective, you can do so. Surprising. Surprisingly. Uh, you can go over to patreon.com slash it's super effective and you can give us like a dollar a month if you want. And that helps support the show. And it also lets you have access to our Slack community, uh, which is a like a giant chat client with chat rooms and stuff. And there's other Pokemon trainers there that like to battle and trade and breed and share GIFs about like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Snowman. And I'm I'm always in there saying stupid stuff. Nope, I'm always there as well. Usually Monday through Friday. I'm usually there because I'm at work, so it's up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got that right. No, I check it a lot. Well, because I do a lot of the competitive battling. So yes. I'm definitely in the battle channel a lot. Yeah, so there's, there's a lot of channels. There's a lot of non-Pokemon channels. There's people who play Splatoon and people who play Destiny and... Um, there's a lot of stuff. So, uh, if you want to support the show and you want to hang out with other people that support it's super effective, uh, the Patreon is a great, great benefit for both us and both for you. Um, and we are really close to hitting our second goal on Patreon, which would, uh, involve, uh, a Twitch stream every Thursday night. Um, if, if you're interested in that, that would be really cool. I'd be very up for that. Um, I just need to get more equipment and stuff to start that. I know this is something we talked about a long time ago, but a million things happen one day at a time. Baby steps here at Pokemon Podcast. <laughs> uh, the Patreon will also let you be on the show if you are if you want to be on the show. There's pledge levels for that. And then um, the first bat- batch of stickers for those of you who pledged $5 or more a month will be going out shortly. They were ordered last week, so they should be here soon. And then as soon as I get them, I will ship them out. And I saw a draft of the next set of stickers. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah they're, they're cool. really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really excited to get those out too. Um, so yeah, uh, Patreon's a great way to support the show. If uh, if you don't feel like giving us any money, that's totally cool. It's super effective. We'll always be free. Uh, the other way you can support the show is by going to iTunes and leaving us a review. Um, so just search for Pokemon Podcast or It's Super Effective in iTunes and just leave us a review. Uh, that would really help us out. We're trying to get to 500 reviews before the end of the year, and we're at 461, I think. So we're really close, actually. Hey, not too bad. Yeah, it's really awesome. So if you haven't done so already, just uh, even if you don't use iTunes, just leave us a review. That will help other people find the show easier and help us uh, get a little boost in iTunes. Um, and if you don't use iTunes, you probably use SoundCloud or you might use Stitcher Radio or you might use, um, trying to think of other podcast apps, but there are probably a million that I just can't think of. Um, so we're on all those as well. If we're not on your favorite podcast app, please email me and I can make that happen. But I think, uh, I think SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, those are kind of like the big three. The big three... Um, yeah. Will, where can they find you? Uh, I'm mostly on Twitter at Wash in the Sink, but I enjoy, also enjoy uh, seeing people's posts on Facebook. So if you want to friend me on Facebook, the easiest way to do that is facebook.com slash speaker, uh, which I can spell if you ask me to, some other format. And then on the PS4, I'm at Wash in the Sink. And just earlier this evening, I uh, saw one of our listeners was uh, playing Destiny, and I jumped in onto his fire team and helped him out. Uh, for a little bit. So nice. I actually do that. Right. Cause <laughs> I, I enjoy playing destiny with people and then, you know, talking and uh, seeing what's up with you guys. 
So definitely add me on the PS4 if you uh, if you enjoy playing PS4 games and Rocket League. <laughs> yeah, we need to play some Rocket League this week. Oh yeah, especially with that new update. Um, you can add me on uh, Twitter or PS4. It's the same. It's dragging a lake. Um, you can do that. That'd be cool. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. If there's any podcast delay, if for any reason an episode's coming out early or coming out late or not coming or you're getting two episodes in a week, the Twitter is the best way to find out that information. So uh, at Pokemon Podcast on Twitter. Uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash PKMNCast. And on the rest of the social media, PokemonPodcast.com, probably your best resource for that. Otherwise... Um, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are Super Pikachu's. Super Pikachu. It's like the, the most Pokemon ending you've ever done before. Are you sure? Yes. I think I've done other Pokemon endings before.